This episode is brought to you by Acorn TV. Acorn TV. And Acorn TV offers world-class mysteries, dramas, comedies, and documentaries from Britain and beyond. So I'm just starting this week a show with Jane Seymour called Harry Wild. Yeah, it's so fun because it falls under the uh, person who is not an official police person or right. or like in, in the judicial department or anything like that is like, I'm going to get involved and I'm going to help you solve this crime, which is one of my favorite types of ladies. And yeah, so Jane Seymour, I guess, is a retired English professor and her son is a police detective and she just can't help but get involved in the cases he's working on. Yes, and they have a new season coming out this month, so it's the perfect time for you to jump in, Nick. And Jane Seymour is wonderful. Wonderful. So you out there, check that out, and check out all the great stuff that Acorn TV has. Sign up for a 30-day free trial with promo code ACORN30 at acorn.tv. Hey there, it's Nick. And it's Leah. So we're doing another live show. Where you raised by wolves live. And this time we're going to be on the West Coast. Portland, Oregon, babies. So come see us on June 15th. And we're going to be at the Siren Theater. And the show starts at 7.30. So go to our website, whereyourraisedbywolves.com slash live and get some tickets. Join us. Do you know the one thing you should never say to a bride? Do you try and guess someone's name when you can't remember? Do you send food back in a restaurant for the wrong reasons? Were you raised by wolves? Let's find out. Welcome to the show. I'm Nick Layton coming to you from New York. And by my side today is Leah Bonima. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Welcome, Leah. Thank you. And let's just get right down to it. Let's get in it. I'm excited about these questions because I I already know that I've gone way off on these. So for our moose-boosh today. A moose-boosh. One of your best girlfriends gets married. What words of good wishes do you say to this person? What are the words of good wishes? Yeah. I say congratulations. Oh, that is incorrect. I say... Congratulations to you both. That's what I say. So technically speaking, you do not say congratulations to a bride. Really? Yes. You say best wishes only. Because there's this weird implication that the bride wasn't good enough to get married or didn't have her choice in suitors. Oh, like congrats. You finally locked one down. Exactly. Oh, wow. And so you would say best wishes to the bride, but then you would say congratulations to the groom because it's like, ah, she accepted your proposal. Oh. Oh, very interesting. I see this. Mm -hmm. So obviously nobody follows this or even knows this, but knowledge is power. I usually on cards will write some words that I I wish them both. Uh Uh-huh. But I mean, that's not in passing. You know what I mean? That's the thing that you have to write down. So when I walk up to them, I think I've probably definitely said congratulations. Yeah, most people would. And that's wrong. Yeah. You can say congratulations and best wishes. I feel like I was going really down the road. The one thing you're not supposed to say, I was like, am I not supposed to guess her age? Am I not supposed to guess how many people she was with before she got married? Yes. All of those are also <laughs> things. Like, those are also things, but nobody else is doing that. <laughs> so coming up for the break, there's much more Raised by Wolves to come. Stay tuned. So now it's the time for a question of etiquette. And I'm back with Layla Menomina. Layla, are you ever at a party and you just can't remember somebody's name? That happens to me at every party I'm at. Okay. 
I never can remember people's names. So is this a problem? Yes. Yeah, it is definitely a problem. And the more I get anxious about it, the more I forget the name. Mm. So there's all these weird tricks and strategies and like parlor games that people have come up with to try and like figure it out at a party. Some of them are better than others. I was reading Lisa Vanderpump, uh, a Real Housewife, somehow an etiquette authority. She... Uh, was talking about how in Britain, people use both their first and last names when they're introducing themselves. And so her trick, if she can't remember your name, is she'll say, oh, what is your name? And they'll be like, Kelly. And then she'll say, oh, no, your surname. Mm. And they'll be like, Smith. And she's like, aha. So somehow she tricks you into giving your full name. I often ask people what their last name is, knowing that they're going to give me their first name. Really? I don't think I would answer a question that way. Most people do. I'll be like, hey, because I'm looking them up on social media. What was your last name? And people always say their first name. No. Yes. That's weird. I know, but they people can't not say their first. It's weird. Really? Yep. Ask me what my name is. Well, now you know it's coming. <laughs> I think I've... I also feel like you would never fall for that, but oh, 98% of everybody else has. That's probably true. So yeah, a lot of people have weird tricks. Other tricks I read about, which are insane, is to ask people, what is the meaning behind your name? Like, what does your name mean? And their name's like Bob. <laughs> right. And they're like, Bob? Yeah, so that's weird. <laughs> like for apples. And then some people said you should ask them about their driver's license photo and compare driver's licenses. Mm-hmm. Where I'd be like, you want to see my age? That's, oh, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. I'd be I like, could, are you crate? Are you a stalker? But also that's insane. That's an insane thing. I always try to introduce the one person I remember. Pull in somebody into I'll the, be like, have you met Richard? See, I, and then I pretend to cough. I'll move my head like something else happened over here. And then Richard, who obviously knows what's happening, will be like, sorry, I missed your name. I think all these games are bad. I think this is, we should not be playing this game. I think. I, I tried for a while to just be like, hey, I'm horrible with names. Can you tell me your name again? And every single time the person took it personally. So this is a good point because everybody has their part to play here. And I think you should just, when you can't remember somebody's name, just say it. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember your name. Would you please tell me again? Just no fuss, no muss. But as the recipient of this question, you also have to just answer the question, no fuss, no muss. I never take it personally when people forget my name. Yeah. I think, At all. Yeah. And you cannot be one of these people like, oh, don't remember my name, huh? No. None of that. You can't play that game. It's No, it's because it's also like you're making a person feel so uncomfortable. What if they have like a memory problem or like what if they meet a thousand people a day? Like don't don't make it a big deal. Or what if they just don't care about you at all? <laughs> what if you're completely not memorable? <laughs> Which, P.S., many of you aren't. So the, I think etiquette does require both parties to play their part. You just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember your name. And the other person be like, my name is Bob. And just end the exchange there. Yeah. But you have to now remember Bob's name. Oh, yeah. Then it's. Now it's done. Yeah. And I think if you also have a name that is hard to pronounce or a little unusual, you cannot be offended if people get it wrong. Yeah. No. People also get very basic names wrong. People are getting names wrong all over the world. Like Bob? (laughs) Not like Bob, but like people get Leah wrong all the time. And I'll be like, really? What do they say? People be like, is that, uh, well, also because Leia's out there. Mm. You know what I mean? Princess, yeah. 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 The princess. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you should never guess. Never oh, try that and seems, guess. That seems wild. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. Is it Jebediah? Yeah. Yeah. No. Never guess. But I think you just own that you don't remember and just pull it off like a Band-Aid and be done with it. I would agree. Except I've done this. And I've seen how people reacted and it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. No, everybody, every single one of them got their panties in a twist. Well, that's on them. Coming up after the break, there's more RBW. Stay tuned. 
And now it's time for Intermezzo. Intermezzo. So this episode is brought to you by Acorn TV. And Acorn TV offers world-class mysteries, dramas, comedies, and documentaries from Britain and beyond. So on your recommendation, Leah, I started watching Happy Valley. Yes. And now you see how the title is ironic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also, so much is going on in this town. So much is going on. We already, we started at 10. And then we keep going up. But I will say the lead, she is so good. She's unbelievable. Why are they better actors over there? She is incredible. Yeah. And just, yeah, the way the storytelling is done and the way it's shot, like, oh, it it, it got me. It got me. I'm in. I'm I'm so glad. I knew you would love it. I was like, this is great storytelling, great acting. Also, I sweat. I break a full sweat in that show. So you out there, check that out and check out all the stuff that Acorn has. Sign up for a 30-day free trial with promo code ACORN30 at acorn.tv. And now it's time for Intermezzo. Intermezzo. So this episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. I am loving getting to pick my Books of the Months. Is that the appropriate way to pluralize it? I'm loving getting my books of the month, but for multiple months now. So books of the months. Yeah. Oh, it's so easy to order. It's super convenient. Their selection is wonderful. And this month I picked The Ministry of Time, which sounds wild. It is about a civil servant who's helping to manage some government program where time travelers from other eras like come to help with something. And then they apparently fall in love. What? So like this guy from the 1800s is like, what's Spotify? And then like, you know, love happens. So I cannot wait to receive this. <laughs> you know, love happens. And you out there, you're going to love <laughs> Book of the Month. So you can get your first book for just $5 with code PEDALS. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS to get your first book for just $5. So now is the part of the show where we take questions from the wilderness. So the first question is, is it okay to have a cash bar at my wedding? Do you want me to answer? I'm, I'll take your answer. But do you want to go first? Because I don't always want to answer first out of politeness. <laughs> oh, very kind. <laughs> I think the answer here is no, you cannot have a cash bar at your wedding. No. Really? Yes, really. It's so awkward. If I'm a guest in your home, are you going to charge me for a drink? But it's not in a home. It's at a bar. What difference does it make? It's a wedding and I am your guest. Okay. Okay. Defend your position. Well, I just, what if people, I mean, here's the thing. It could be a wedding where I guess you could just be like, we don't have all of those things then. It's just a wine bar and seltzer. That's fine. I think you don't have to serve hard liquor. But okay. what you do serve, you cannot charge your guests for. Okay. Like they're, a wedding invitation is not an invoice. Okay. So if, Yes, I agree with this. So if you cannot afford a full-blown top shelf bar, no problem. But whatever you do offer, like you cannot charge your guests for. Yes. Okay. Do you want to revise your statement, Leah? Um, well, I feel like we got to the end of it. So I don't need to revise. As it is, I feel like don't charge people for things, but feel free that if you can't afford it to have a limited bar. Okay. All right. We're on the same page then. Right? Yeah, I feel, but I do think, how do you feel about tipping it? I feel like you still drop tips. I think it's up to the host to tip the staff at the end of the night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then would you put a little sign and say, I've already handled the tips? No, that's weird too. Okay. I don't know. That's I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. Don't put a sign out. No. Because well, I, I assume I have to tip as a guest at weddings. My inclination is that I would not tip at the bar at the wedding and that I would trust that my hosts are going to take care of the staff. I don't always trust people to take care of staff. That's what I worry about. Oh, these are your friends. Yeah. <laughs> these are not my friends. <laughs> these are people that have begrudgingly invited me to weddings. <laughs> you were a plus one. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My friends, 
are wonderful people that I'm sure tip. I'm just saying, it's I just want to make sure wait staff has been taken care of. For sure. Yeah, I guess if you know that the hosts of the wedding are bad people, <laughs> then you should tip your staff. No, you're right. Everybody's tipping. Because also, are you going to, like, if it's a seated dinner wedding where plates are coming. Going around, put them in pockets. Yeah, like, are you tipping, like, waiters? Like, No, you're right. This is a good point. Question number two. Someone just sent me a gift since I let them be a house guest for the weekend. Should I send a thank you note? So this is a thank you for a thank you. Right. No. No, I would just send a text. Yeah, I think you want to acknowledge that you received the thing. Yep. But it does not have to be a full-blown handwritten note. Yeah. Yeah, you don't send a thank you for a thank you. But you could send a thank you text. Yeah, an acknowledgement. Yeah. And that would be nice to be like, oh my gosh, you sent me plates in the shape of flowers. Oh, how nice. Well, like, I think you would say, thank you so much I got the plates. Yeah, and that's enough. You don't have to be like, I got plates and that's it. <laughs> plates received. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there could be like something nice about it. Okay, yeah, no, not just a signature confirmation. <laughs> You're just like, I just want you to know this was here. Yeah, this exists in my home now. <laughs> I usually, when I get something from somebody as a thank you, I do a thing with the the thing. Like if it's a shirt or a plate, and then I take a picture of me using it. And I'll be like, I love it. Because I want people to know That's that nice. I'm enjoying it. That's nice. I'm trying to think, is there a category of good in which that is awkward? I mean, if it is, then that person wants that picture. That's true. <laughs> Our next question is, if someone sends their food back, do you have to wait for them in order to start eating your meal? I feel like you definitely have opinions on this. Oh, I definitely have opinions about this. Let's first just talk about when it's okay to send food back. I really, I sent my food back for the first time ever. And were you mortified? One month ago. I couldn't do it. And my friend was like, you can do it. You can just say that there's no way you could have known this was a, what this was when you ordered it. Well, what's this? It was, um, I'm trying to remember exactly, but it was, it was a chicken dish, but it was a chicken dish that was anytime it's been ordered in anywhere in the whole world in any restaurant is a certain kind of chicken dish. And then when I got it, I was like, Oh, is this a, and they were like, Oh no, we do ours with tomatoes. And it's like, Nobody else does that. You know what I mean? That's the name of the dish. And I don't like... What is this dish? Why are you being coy about it? I'm not being coy. I can't remember exactly what take it was. Your t- take a moment to think about the name of this dish. This feels very germane to the conversation. Okay. It was um, It was a Greek and it came with a... It should have come with like a tzatziki. Okay. And at most, maybe like something that you would put on a Greek salad. Okay. But to like fly out of the pocket and marinate it in like a tomato onion. Ooh. Which is like a, we're moving into like an Italian, you know what I mean? That's not the dish. Okay. So totally left field. Yeah. And it wasn't on the menu that they were making artistic choices. So I just, (laughs) and I really wasn't something that I, so I was just not going to eat it because I was like, I'll eat around it. My friend was like, you can just send it back and be like, I didn't know. And I was like, I can't. And she was like, you can. Did you do it? I did, but I had a panic attack. I felt so rude. I think the restaurant is at fault here. I mean, they definitely were, but I didn't, I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. You know what I mean? But so that was my first time. I felt like a wild woman. Um, I was like, I've now sent food back. I'm a whole new person. <laughs> wow. But I definitely did not expect my friend to wait. As you were waiting for this. Yeah, I was like, get Reimagined dish to reappear. Yeah, I was like, can you, the dish the way it was actually been Intended. made for centuries. So- yeah, I think in terms of sending food back, I think you can do it if it's totally wrong or totally not what it should have been. Mm-hmm. Or there's something in it. There's an allergen you were clear about. I think you're not allowed to send something back if you just don't like it. You changed your mind halfway through for what you wanted. Yeah, or if there's a- like a bug or something. If there is a, an infestation. Yeah. Yeah. And a foreign object. But I think that sending the food back is an example of how everyone has their part to play in this little play where the person that sends the food back has to tell everyone else to start eating. 
they have to say this. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead and start. It's fine. Right. Like that's crucial because if they don't, then everyone else should wait. Then someone maybe if enough time passes should be like, oh, do you mind if we start? Yeah, because the temperature of their food is important. But it's rude to not invite everyone else to start eating. Right. But Miss Manners has some weird rule where she says that bread and salad are exempt from this, but not dinner size salads. But like an appetizer salad is somehow exempt from this rule. Right. You can just jump in. Where you can just jump in. Yeah, I think that's true. You think just an appetizer size salad? Yeah, because like that's that's the part of meal where we're like we're taking off the top of the hunger. So you can act like a regular human again. Okay. So as soon as you get it, you feel free to get in there. All right. Well, all right. So I would agree with that. Okay. So Miss Manners is onto something with that. But I do think maybe some people don't realize they have to tell people to start eating. You do. And that's what this entire show is about. Now you should know. Now you know. Tell people. Tell people. Yes. Invite people to begin. Yes. And this is crucial because this comes up in sort of business etiquette a lot where the boss sends food back because I guess bosses are always sending food back. And then the underlings are sitting there with their little entrees, fearful to start eating because they know it's rude. But the boss doesn't invite them to start oh. eating. And I think in that situation, I think you're not really allowed to start eating. Yeah, you have to wait. But I think silently you should judge your boss. Absolutely. For being raised by wolves. Yes. Yes. Or maybe they, they want you to have to wait because they're not a nice person. Oh, it's a power yeah, game. Yeah, it's like a power game. Oh, that's clever. I should use that. <laughs> I should just start sending food back to express my dominance over my other dining companions. <laughs> so you've been a waitress in yeah. your past lives. Mm-hmm. And so when someone has done this. Sometimes people are just insane with what they want. You know what I mean? And it's customers always, right? That's how that works. Even if you're just walking into the kitchen, turning around and walking right back out with the same plate. Because sometimes people just want to feel heard. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be seen. Yeah, they want you to and you will be like, okay. Okay. So I was at a club dinner place and I was taking care of like an important guest. VIP. Yeah. And because believe it or not, some people find me very polite. So he was doing business at the bar or whatever, whatever. And so I was essentially taking care of his girlfriend and her friend. And she said she was, I remember, I remember the whole order. It's she was seared. having salmon. This is seared. Oh, it is seared. Deep She's having salmon. We are going to split it. Her and her friend. Okay. What does that mean to you? Um, I'm ordering one salmon entree and we are going to share this one entree and maybe I'll bring a side plate. Yes. Okay. I go and I get a salmon and then I get a side plate and then I bring it over and I even offer, would you like me to split, but I don't want to touch it before she sees it. Mm -hmm. I don't want, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She said, we said we're splitting it. And I was like, yeah, I have the plate. I'll cut it for you. No, no, no. That means we want two. And I was like, oh, I kept going on like like the maybe in some realm of the world that those words meant what she was saying. And I was like, oh, I miss an I thought you wanted to split this. She's like, split the salmon like we both want one. And I was like, sorry, I need to just catch up on some linguistic questions. Yeah. So when she said split it, she meant two orders. Yes. That's not what that means. That means doubling it. Uh, Yeah. The word split inherently means. I feel like there's entire biblical chapters about splitting things (laughs) and how 
that's not two of the things. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a word that doesn't mean that word. <laughs> yes. And so I was trying to make her not be the dumbest person I've ever met. So I was like, oh, I, I'll split it and you'll have two. I brought the second plate. No, I mean that we were ordering two. Like that's why I said we're splitting it. And she just kept repeating it. I mean, English was her first language. This wasn't, an. Mm-hmm. It, this was just, but the, she dug in. She called her boyfriend over who called over the manager. And then he at that point decided to agree with her knowing full well what split means and then people yelled at me because the customer is always right and in what world would i have guessed that split meant two orders uh i i gotta take your side on this one right rarely do i do but uh i think you were in the right here so if you have questions for us and of course you do like what do words mean what is the word split Send them to us, and you can send them through our website, wereyouraisedbywolves.com, or you can leave us a voicemail or leave us a text message at 267-CALL-RBW. And after the break, there's much more. Stay tuned. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. back and now is the time of the show we play a game we call vent or repent i love this game and this is our opportunity to either vent about some bad etiquette thing that we've experienced in the last week or we can repent for some bad etiquette faux pas we've committed so would you like to vent or repent leah i want to vent okay uh but i'm also choosing between two really really rude things that happened okay um so maybe you want to go first okay like we're ordering and then you do yours and then (laughs) okay so for me i would like to vent and it's about leaving voicemail messages for people so it happens a lot but it happened this week and it just hit me the wrong way where you're returning someone's call and you leave a voicemail and like hey here's the answer to your question that's in detail so when you listen to this voicemail, this will answer everything you need to know, and this will be a complete thought, and there will be no further occasion for us to have any further discussion on this. Leave this message. Okay. Time goes by. An hour. Great. They call me back. Oh, hey, I saw you called. Mm-mm. Me. Did you listen to the voicemail? No, I just saw you called. Um, what have we done here? Yeah, I'm shaking my head because you guys at home can't see this. Unbelievable. So it's like you are now wasting my time because I left you a voicemail and I took the time to do that. And I answered everything you needed to know. And so there was no occasion to waste more of my time. So uh, that's my vent. Just I find that maddening. So don't do that. Did you text back? Hey, 
all the answers to your question in the voicemail. No, they called me. So now I pick up the phone because I assume, oh, maybe I didn't answer all the questions. Maybe there is more to talk about. Uh, it's like, no, I just didn't listen to your voicemail. Answer the question again live on the phone. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. Also, why did you pick up the phone? That's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's my fault? No, kidding. <laughs> All right. So have you had enough time to think about? I have. I want to support you in being like, that is very maddening. You already put the work. What it is, is that you put the work in. Yes. It always feels that way. It's like, oh, I put the work in and then you didn't even follow up on the thing. And now I have to do it again. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And that is the height of rudeness, I think. Yeah. You are inconsiderate of my time. That's what it is. Which not being considerate of your time. And I think for me, when you're not considering my time, that's like the thing that bothers me the most. I can handle a lot of transgressions. If you want to play music on the subway in my face, I can handle this. When you waste my time, though. It's true. Yeah. All right. So what's your vent? I'm going to go with train. Okay. Yesterday. This happens all the time. And we're talking about the subway in the city of New York. Subway in the city of New York. All right. Give me a train line. Paint the picture. I'm on the N. Mm. I'm sitting down. There are multiple seats open. Okay. There's space. It's not crowded. Okay. There is a man. I'm sitting down. He is standing directly over me, hand on the holy thing, crotch in my face. Okay. I don't think that I should have to have your crotch in my face. And now I have to move. You know what I mean? I I was like, what is, there's all of this. So what's the explanation for this? It's like move. Were you just looking so great and he just sort oh, of wanted a, to. You know, this, it, does, it wouldn't matter if I had a trash bag on. It was, you know, he was wearing pleated khakis. Oh. Yeah. That's the real crime in the story. Mean, Forget all the rest. That that's makes the it way worse. A, I have to look at pleated khakis. And I don't even, I'm not even judgy about clothes, but pleated khakis? What are we doing? Yeah. So- There's space. You're in my face with a very particular part of your body. Mm. And now I either have to move or I'm just going to sit here. So what did you do? I moved. Okay. And did he notice you were moving? I don't know what he notices. I mean, he clearly doesn't notice people's faces. <laughs> uh, unless he was like, I'm going to hope this ends out well for me. And she's just like, while well, you're here. I, it just drives me, you're like, move. I am sorry this happened to you. And after the break, there's lots more things to probably be sorry for. Stay tuned. So, Leah, what have we learned today? Do you want to go first? I have learned that you don't know what split means. (laughs) We all know what it means. Two of things. Two of things. Yes. Oh, you have twins. Oh, split children. (laughs) Can you imagine saying that to someone? (laughs) So, I learned that about you. Yeah. I'm going to be very careful saying congratulations to people. Never. Yeah. No one should ever be congratulated (laughs) for anything ever. Oh, just best wishes. I'm actually going to go find all the people, the women I congratulated on getting married and be like, I wanted to take that back. Yeah. You should just write a note to everybody apologizing. I'm really sorry about congratulating you. Sorry. My bad. I just never would have thought of it because I usually am actually very happy for people. That's your first mistake. (laughs) I'm just out here in the wild being genuinely happy for people. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. Uh, It was a treat having you. It was a treat being had. (laughs) And thanks to you out there for listening. If I had your address, I'd send you a handwritten thank you note on my custom engraved stationery. Please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We'd also be delighted if you'd follow us on Instagram, buy some official merch in our store, and visit our website, wereyouraisedbywolves.com. And now, hopefully nobody will ask, were you raised by wolves? See you next time.
This episode is brought to you by Acorn TV. Acorn TV. And Acorn TV offers world-class mysteries, dramas, comedies, and documentaries from Britain and beyond. So I'm just starting this week a show with Jane Seymour called Harry Wilde. Yeah, it's so fun because it falls under the uh, person who is not an official police person or right. or like in, in the judicial department or anything like that is like, I'm going to get involved and I'm going to help you solve this crime, which is one of my favorite types of ladies. And yeah, so Jane Seymour, I guess, is a retired English professor and her son is a police detective and she just can't help but get involved in the cases he's working on. Yes, and they have a new season coming out this month, so it's the perfect time for you to jump in, Nick. And Jane Seymour is wonderful. Wonderful. So you out there, check that out, and check out all the great stuff that Acorn TV has. Sign up for a 30-day free trial with promo code ACORN30 at acorn.tv. This episode is brought to you by Acorn TV. Acorn TV. And Acorn TV offers world-class mysteries, dramas, comedies, and documentaries from Britain and beyond. So I'm just starting this week a show with Jane Seymour called Harry Wilde. Yeah, it's so fun because it falls under the uh, person who is not an official police person or right. or like in, in the judicial department or anything like that is like, I'm going to get involved and I'm going to help you solve this crime, which is one of my favorite types of ladies. And yeah, so Jane Seymour, I guess, is a retired English professor and her son is a police detective and she just can't help but get involved in the cases he's working on. Yes, and they have a new season coming out this month, so it's the perfect time for you to jump in, Nick. And Jane Seymour is wonderful. Wonderful. So you out there, check that out and check out all the great stuff that Acorn TV has. Sign up for a 30-day free trial with promo code ACORN30 at acorn.tv.